Welcome to Unfiltered. I'm Charity Chambers alongside Andrew Chambers. Life is unfiltered and so are we. If you don't know, we are brother and sister. Starting twins, actually. We're twins, we're twins. <laughs> <laughs> and like I like we said, like our motto, life is unfiltered and so are we. We're gonna give you the real, the raw, the happenings, the latest happenings in the sports world, our take on it and I feel like listening to this podcast, you can expect a lot of things to laugh, maybe cry sometimes, just feel a lot of different emotions, wouldn't you say? Yeah, for sure. And um, no better week to start than this week. But I I think it's definitely important to understand and realize that um, we're just everyday people, too, just trying to dissect the world of sports in an everyday perspective. That's I couldn't have said it better myself, though. But I want to say this is our debut, and I feel like no better week to start then this week, of course, I'm sure you all have heard by now of the passing of Kobe Bryant. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it, that hit hard. Uh, we were talking about it in, really, in our lifetime. That's the first big star that has passed unexpectedly um, that we can actually say, hey, like, I grew up watching that guy. Yeah. And, like... I know a lot of people, even some of my coworkers, comparing this to Michael Jackson. And I feel like for us, specifically for, I think you can attest to this too, Andrew, since we're twins. <laughs> but no, um, we, like, growing up, I wasn't in the time era when Michael Jackson was, like, performing concerts and stuff. Like, obviously, I knew who knew who he was like I really respected his music I loved his music and stuff like that but I didn't grow up like watching him perform at concerts and stuff like that whereas Kobe Bryant I like I watched him growing up like you shoot things in the trash can and you yell out Kobe like that's just like what I grew up doing and so like this like really hit hard for me this is the first time I have ever cried over someone that I didn't even really know and I think a lot of that for me had to do with the fact that it just shows us that life is so short. Like you never know when it's going to be your time. And that's why we, we have to live it to the fullest. Yeah, exactly. And um, I guess the best way to put it for me would be that he was, we witnessed him in his prime. Like Michael Jackson, uh, of course, he was amazing. But we kind of caught the tail end of that and didn't really, didn't really, see him like you said performances he wasn't really all about that at, at the time but um Kobe he was we caught him in his prime like we we witnessed him playing in like those magical games of 81 and everything that he did the championships the Shaq and Kobe uh drama we witnessed that uh firsthand and and so for that to hit so close to home I and I I completely agree with you, and I know a lot of people uh, that 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 are our age, the same the same type of experience with like crying and and a lot of emotion around him. And I I like to reiterate what you said too about it really just showing us that life is short, and it was just really unexpected. No cancer, no illness, no sickness, like just like that, and and it's gone kind of like you said that's why it really hit like home for a lot of us and like I I mean he was doing what one of the things he loved to do most and that was being a dad on the way to a basketball tournament I believe 
with his daughter or teammate, a couple other family friends and stuff like that. And it's just like, you never know. Like we take for granted so much when we leave our house that we're going to come back. Like it's, we just go out and we act like it's a fact when we don't know what's promised to us. And I think like, I just want to reiterate this, but like, like I said, it's important for us to live our life to the fullest. And it's important to know Jesus Christ. Like you got to know him. Yeah. Yeah. And man, I, I go back to thinking about, we think about man helicopter, but that was as routine for him as it is driving a car. Driving. Yes. They, they said that he, that was just like, he rode in the helicopter all the time to avoid LA traffic. Like this was, like you said, that was routine for him. Yeah. And, and so for that to happen, like you said, it, it comes down to one thing. When life is over, it doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter how tall, how short you are. It doesn't matter how famous you are, how not famous you are. It goes down to what did you do that's going to last? And like you mentioned, I think it's so important to, to realize that unless you know Jesus Christ, then everything's going to be a waste. Um, I know the Bible says that whoever saves his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake, Jesus is saying that then they will save it. And so, again, and I, I for me it kind of hits it hits home really hard, as you know, uh, because we just had the anniversary of our grandfather passing a year ago yesterday, and really just understanding that between both of those both of those events, it's like man. Um, I wasn't able to personally see Kobe and, and you hear the things that he did in the public sphere, but just knowing my granddad and all of the things that he did and that stuff actually matters. That stuff lasts because you see people still living out what he did today. Um, and the same thing for Kobe. I don't know it as much because I don't know him personally, but you do see the same thing with Kobe of the, the stories that people tell about him and how he was so giving and so generous. And that's, Take away basketball, take away fame and fortune. That's that's what it's about. It really is. And just to give a little bit of backstory, um, kind of like you, well, like, but first, like you said, like, so when I heard of the death of Kobe, I, I'm already thinking about this week ahead. Like when I was, I was already thinking about, man, this is going to be the one year anniversary that my grandfather has passed. Like I was already thinking about that the days leading up to Tuesday. That's the that's the one year anniversary of when our grandfather passed, and so the on Sunday that happens. I think that was another reason why I was just so emotional because I was thinking about that. I was thinking about my granddad, and for those that you don't know, our grandfather was a pastor in the Dallas Fort Worth area who greatly, greatly, greatly impacted. I would say thousands of lives across the across the metroplex across the even across different states and stuff like that. And he lived in such a way that I strive to live. He was truly, he was truly a man after God's own heart. I know we hear the Bible say David was a man after God's own heart. I don't know another person in my life personally that lived the way that my granddad lived, truly living out the gospel. And you saw that in every single thing that he does, always putting others first, always caring about other people, just being so genuine in what he was doing for, for other people. And just always thinking about always having Christ at the forefront of his mind. And it showed in his actions and just being at his funeral, it, it just brought it even more to light. People of all races, all 
all different different ages and stuff like that getting up to testify how our granddad some their pastor their friend had had helped them and I want to live in such a way that I have that type of impact like you said take out take out the fame take out the money what really matters is how we are impacting the world in the sense that are we leading people to Christ with how we're living and our granddad he 100 percent 1000% lived that out to the fullest and so just this whole week his I feel like has been even more eye-opening for me and just kind of reiterates the fact that we we gotta we gotta get right with Jesus (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah definitely um the way that I have described it to people that I've talked to that um, didn't really know him is he was literally, quite literally, a modern-day Bible hero. Like, if the Bible was written yeah. in this time, like, he would he would be in it just because of the, the amazing things that he allowed God to use him to do. Um, and and that's, that's what it's all about. And I think something that for us that kind of helps is that we got to really experience it the way that it's supposed to be experienced i know we um got phone calls uh, and we got to hear the news from family and even though um he had been battling battling for a while and so we kind of we kind of knew it was coming but we were able to get those phone calls and, and that's one of the things that i know a lot of people are upset about and rightfully so and i am too was with the kobe situation where people just trying to be first in the media industry and really just ruining that for the people who it matters to most. Yeah, I, and I, this is, once again, just going off of social media and I don't, I, I'm not going to claim that this is true or not, but I did read that Kobe's family's members found out through social media before the authorities were able to contact them. And for me, one, that's not okay. Two, the fact that people were reporting all of these inaccurate reports that he, all four of his daughters were on there, that Rick Fox was on the plane. You, as I am a journalist, as a journalist, I even tweeted this today. I said, all those people who reported those inaccurate facts need to be fired because yeah. that yeah. that's not okay. We're living in a day and age where people who are journalists are wanting to be first rather than be right. And that is, that is not okay, especially when it comes to matters like this. Yeah. And... and yeah, and I would say, like, it's it's different when, because I know we're in the times of social media. So if somebody's just randomly posting, like, that, that's their prerogative. But this is your career. This that's is, your career. You have to get it right. You, yeah. And, yeah. And it's so disrespectful to to, yep. to do that before the time. It, it really is. And I even, if y'all go on my Twitter, at Sports, you'll see this where I posted that. It was a retweet of Rick Fox on NBA on TNT saying how these false rumors affected his family. He said one of his, his colleagues called him, kept calling him, kept calling him. And he was just, he didn't know why he was calling him. He answered the phone and his colleague is just bawling his eyes out. He was like, Oh, you answered, you answered, you're alive. Mm. And he was like, wait, what? And so then his colleague told him that, People were saying all over social media that you're on this planet, you were dead. He said, after that, I kept getting calls from 
family members, uh-huh. friends, everyone wanted to check if I was okay. And he said, you don't know how that impacted my family that day. Yeah. And, and like that, I, I, I couldn't, I can't get over that. I can't. That's, that's just, it's unacceptable. And like you said, it's just downright disrespectful. It, there's no reason for that. I guess as people were just selfish. And, and one of the things that I read on that was like, it really mentioned that nobody cares who got it first. Like when it comes down to it, nobody yeah. cares who got yeah. it first. Mm-hmm. And so to be the quote unquote first one for those bragging rights when nobody's even going to care, like it's pointless. So not only is it disrespectful, but it, it makes no sense because it is pointless. And that, like, like you said, I, I feel like there's no other no other way to solve the problem than they should not have a job. They shouldn't. And I I even saw, so the four daughters thing came from this reporter. I saw the video. This reporter, ABC News, he gets live on TV. He says, he says yes, it's believed that his four daughters were on the plane with him. First off, you have no credible sources telling you that 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 they were on the plane second of all you do not get on air saying it's believed to be his four daughters were on the plane where you're talking about a deadly deadly helicopter crash like you do not say that and for you to be a network correspondent that's unacceptable that's downright unacceptable you know better you should be fired yeah and i mean that's that's basic journalism we both got our start at at the battalion at texas a&m and that was the first thing that we know we had to do and we had to get three sources like if we had two it was like nope that's not enough you can't you can't that's print not this. yep and so yep. like you said like for you to have no reliable sources and mm-hmm. believable in believe like in that situation that, yeah, that, yeah that's unacceptable that really is and like speaking of journalists i don't know if y'all saw this video floating around of i believe it was the msnbc reporter saying the n-word on air well she claims she didn't say it this is going on during during the whole time when everybody was talking about kobe bryant's death she said the los angeles blank i I don't know and what she she claimed that she was thinking about the new york knicks and then trying to say the lakers as well and i'm i i usually I would say 95, 98% of the time, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, I really do. And you can mm. attest to that because yeah. you're you're not necessarily the opposite, but opposite, not as but much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and, agree with that. You're right. <laughs> and so I usually give people the benefit of the doubt. But as I thought about that, like, why are you even saying Nick's in the first place? Like, it makes no okay, sense. Okay, yes. There's, there's no reason to be saying Nick's. When you're talking about the Lakers, like, like, it's not like you're talking about the Clippers or anything where it's the same city or anything relating, like, right. What does it have to do with the Knicks? And so that's my problem with it. I, and so it, it, there's no excuse. No, it's not. And (laughs) I urge y'all to read the comments on that under, under that post of that video. (laughs) Um, a lot of people are saying, girl, you know, you know, you weren't trying to say she because she said she said 
nakers. Yeah. Like she would combine yeah. mix and, and they're like, girl, you know you didn't say that. <laughs> like, yeah, she sure didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't say that. It, <laughs> Stop yeah, because <laughs> I I heard that I heard that before I even actually listened to it, and so I was really trying to hear Nakers. Like I was trying That's to hear. I, I was I was too. I was, I was too. I, genuinely, I was. Yeah, I I tried really hard, but it just I yeah. There's it, no way. No way. Girl, you said that. Out of the abundance of the heart, so the wow. mouth speaks. Wow. Wow. And. And that's horrible for her, like, under that situation, but at the same time, like, if that's not a word that you really say, then how does that even come up? How does that come out your mouth? Like, I don't, I don't understand how that would ever, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I don't know. as we're talking about it right now, I'm still trying to play it in my head of like how she said it, and it just does not make sense to me. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm trying to like I'm trying to see if I could accidentally ever <laughs> say that. Like I'm like no. Like. Oh. Um. Well, it seems like we're on the topic of disrespectful things, and so even standing on the Kobe Bryant subject, I know something that we kind of talked about a little bit before was the fact that the NBA games were still played um, that day and. Basically, it was business as usual, and I don't know. Do you feel like that's disrespectful? Do you feel like it's okay? No, to me, that is 100% disrespectful, and to be quite frank, like, it it pissed me off. Like, here you have Kobe Bryant (laughs) completely change the game, a person that is looked up to internationally, has done so much warrior sport has done so much philanthropy work like and he played alongside some of the people that are still playing in the nba he knows he has relationships with a lot of the people right now in the nba and you just expect them to go on about their day and act like this didn't happen and i saw a lot of people saying well that's what kobe that's what Kobe would have wanted. He would have wanted them to continue to play. First off, you don't know what Kobe would have wanted. <laughs> Second off, these are people. These are people too. I think we we tend to forget that these are people too. This is a friend to them. This is a mentor, someone, a role model that these people looked up to. They playing on the same courts that this guy played on, who just tragically lost his life, and you don't expect them to have some type of to be mourning some type of way. I. That was completely disrespectful, and in my opinion, it was due to the fact that the NBA did not want to lose any money for from those games being played. I think that's simple as that, and I think they might have even thought about the fact that, hey, we might be able to make a little more money by continuing these games, by having these games go on, because we might have more eyeballs on these wow. games. Wow, wow. And the thing that really hits me that you mentioned these players like we talked about us watching these players either idolized him looked up to him so much like every time they played the game they in some way when they were growing up they were thinking about him or they personally knew him and played with him and um i always tried to at least compare examples and i i always thought i would be the person Kind of like you mentioned, that would be all right. Like if something happens like that in my life, um, I'll take care of it. The next day, I'll be ready to go, ready to go, ready to go. Um, but as I look at my life, we 
we experienced the loss of our grandmother two years ago and she lived about three hours away from from me and so while we were close and while I, I, I hurt because of that loss with my granddad and seeing him every week or always being on my mind whether it was at school because he was an educator or things like that it hit closer to home because he was always on my mind and and thinking about these players in the same way where this is somebody who is on their mind somebody that they were close with and so to tell them to just go on and keep playing that that's very insensitive to them and I see no reason why it wouldn't be there were eight games that that night I, I see no reason why you yes you can try to reschedule them but even if you have to cancel those games how much more important is letting these people deal with the magnitude of the situation and their long-term health than making a few dollars exactly and I we saw a lot of people at the beginning of the games um there you know the players are standing side by side singing the national anthem and stuff like that saw a lot of these players just breaking down in tears and that just it broke my heart even more to, to think that these people are playing for and to be honest with you this is it's a it's a business these people are playing for people who quite frankly don't care about them if you care about your players you know that obviously like you said they look to up they look up to him they idolize him they were his friend and you you want them to go out there and act like this this didn't happen Biz, business as usual yeah and um to me that shows me that you don't care about me and i don't want to be a part well, of well and and you take an issue with that where i can understand that as a business owner as a person that's in charge like you're if it's not going to help you that's how most business owners think but my problem mainly comes with the players association because if they're not going to do that for your players, you're supposed to be representing them. And you have to come up with the way where it's saying like, hey, like we we can't we, we really can't play or even if you feel like you can't do that because of all the legal ramifications or whatever, at least send a letter to the league and post it on social media so people know like we try to make it to where they don't have to play. And that pressures them to cancel those games. And so there's a way to... it. Your job is protecting the players, and yet you did nothing. And so that that's who, that's who my beef is really with in that situation. Well, and to be honest with you, I never even really thought about that until you brought it up. I think that's the perfect way to handle that. And I did want to bring up, since we're talking about the players and them playing in the game the day of I did see that Kyrie Irving he missed sun he missed Sunday's game and it was due to personal reasons and I know Kyrie and Kobe shared a close friendship and that just goes to show you that of course these people are are mourning and I think I feel like some athletes may not have felt that they could have chose to sit out mm-hmm. for whatever reasons yeah <laughs> Yeah, and they're still trying to, either they might think that, hey, like, there might be a fine or something, or they have to play because they're still trying right. to make ends meet, where um, where it right. shouldn't really, it shouldn't really be on them to have to make that decision. It, 
that's the that's what the player association is for and i i really think they failed the players in this situation and didn't really look out for the players the best that they could and i know it was a short notice and the they would have to they they would have to do things quick, but at the same time, again, like I said, that's your job, and you gotta protect the players. I, I was just gonna say, <laughs> we we've been talking about a lot of the the negative aspects, the disrespect, the insensitive, and so um, one of the good things that I did see was Mark Cuban, and I know we talked about it. Mark Cuban with the quickness was. Hey, no Maverick <laughs> is ever gonna wear twenty four, and I I really appreciated that. Like, say what you want about Mark yes. Cuban, but that was <laughs> that. I love that. Me, me too. And uh, like when I saw that our mom, she actually sent me the link, and I was like, "All right, Mark Cuban, you're all right with me." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that like begs the question. So. There's been a lot of talk, a lot of conversation. Should Kobe's jersey be retired across all the teams? My instinct, like instinctively, I I would be like, yeah, like, of course, of course. Because it's, because of the events. Um, But I also think about, is that, is that typical? So like if, if somebody like, let's say Michael Jordan, whenever, uh, whenever, his time is done on earth like does that mean that we have to retire his number does that mean every team should retire his number and and so i that that's a hard line for me i don't it's i know it's kind of a slippery slope it's like what where is the line drawn at but i i do think and i don't know if this is me being emotional but like i do think his number should be retired across all the teams because of like you said the way that he, the way that he passed, it was tragic. It was unexpected. I feel like it's different. And I, mm-hmm. I mean this with the most respect. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's different when someone dies of old age or they, you know, had cancer or something like that and they pass away. No one saw this coming at all. This came out of nowhere. And I think, I think that they should retire. I think they should retire his jersey number. But then we also kind of like you're talking about Michael Jordan completely, completely changed the game. The game is what it is today because of Michael Jordan. Let's just let's just be frank. And so then that does lead to, though, like, should Michael Jordan, when he passes away or even now, should his jersey number (laughs) be retired if we're going to, you know, retire Kobe's number? Yeah. And so I I would try to think about what are some alternative ways to make sure that you remember him whether it's like having it mandatory to have like number 24 on your basketball court for 10 20 years and then revisit it after that time or uh just different things like that what are things maybe on the jersey having number 24 like one of those patches on the jersey for for a certain amount of time 5 10 15 20 years but what are things that i would be thinking in that situation what are things that we can do in order to to really make sure that we remember him because that's the point of retiring the jersey in, in this situation right. and so like what are things that we can do to remember him and if it is retiring the jersey like mark cuban then so be it but if you can think of another way then 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 that would be fine also but i definitely think that across the board every team should do something to to remember him because he really did he was a staple of the game yeah and i i love that i love the way you put that 
in some type of way, every team needs to somehow recognize Kobe Bryant in some type of way. If, if it's not retiring the jersey number, they need to do, they should do something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Man, that, unexpectedly, it, it has been a, a challenging week, uh, even more so challenging, like you said, um, it was already going to be a challenge for us, but it, it has been even more right. challenging, and it really goes back to who do you who do you go to? Who do you have in times that that you're dealing with loss? That you're dealing with the toughest things in life, and we can't say enough that without God, without Jesus, it you're a mess. <laughs> life is a mess because yeah. there are so many things yeah. that I can't handle on my own, and I know that I need someone and for me to be able to say that I know the creator of the universe, that I know the person that, I know the one that runs the universe, and he is my friend, not only my friend, but my dad, and he loves me and knows what's best for me, somebody that loves me and has all power, then I can make it through anything. Um, and just kind of related to our earthly fathers, where if you have... Uh, a parent or a dad who is uh, a billionaire and you you tear your sneakers you're not really gonna be worried about that um, even if he's like no we can't get it this week we can't get it next week you know he's gonna take care of you and, and it's the same thing same way whenever we go through these things in life and we got to have somebody to call on and because I love you so much but there are times where you won't be able to be there for me. There are times when mom and dad and uncle and aunt they won't be able to be there for me, and so we have to have we have to have God. It, we're nothing without Jesus. Yeah, and I I feel like granddaddy saying this, but <laughs> <laughs> I know this is a podcast, but like you said, unfiltered. It, I I do want to just say you guys can hit us up on social media, but I do want to just say right now, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and sa as your Lord and Savior, here is how you can know Him, and here is how you can become a Christian. A, I like we like to call it the ABCs of salvation. A, accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. B, believe that He died on the cross and rose again three days later. And C, confess your sins, or even say C, commit your life to Him. And if you guys have any more questions on how to do that, feel free to hit us up on, on social media because that's really all that matters in, in life, if we're being Definitely. honest. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Well, guys, you can be looking forward to these weekly podcasts, right, Andrew? Yes, join us. Join us. Every yeah. week. We would love this. We would love to hear your input. Hit us up on social media. What's your social media, Andrew? Mostly Facebook at Andrew Chambers the Fourth, And so just type my name in, Andrew Chambers the Fourth. Um, also on Instagram, it's the real DCIV. And then, oh, <laughs> the real. <laughs> uh, and then on Twitter at DCIV Sports as well. All right. And I told you guys a little earlier, but you can hit me up at Charity C Sports on Twitter, on Facebook, Charity Chambers TV on Instagram, Charity Chambers TV as well, I think. Yeah, pretty positive. But guys, it's been it's been real. It's been unfiltered just the way we like it here. So make sure you're tuned in to our weekly podcast. And check out our other podcasts. Like like we said, we have a couple up from before. Um, check those out. And and while you wait for the next week episode. Yeah.
exactly. Well, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. This has been Unfiltered with Andrew and Charity Chambers. Life is unfiltered, and so are we. We'll see you guys next time.